The Farther Adventure, Home Again. Previously, the four friends excitedly began their trek home. When they were unable to cross the great river of Wonderland, they met Rufus Goofus, Wizard's second class. When his half-baked ideas didn't pan out, Lore was inspired by Rowan, swinging a string, and he remembered the Mount Tabor playground rope swing. With Rufus Goofus's help, they fashioned a rope swing from vines and landed safely over the river. Saying goodbye to Rufus Goofus, they applauded his achievement of becoming wizard first class. Bear King hugged the brothers and reminded everyone that the best magic happens between your ears. Imagination. Slowly, Bear King opened the doors and peered into the tunnel. It was dark and echoey and a little spooky. Holding each other's hands, the four friends, Bear King, Bobo Chico, Lore, and Rowan, advanced into the darkness. Full of excitement, but not saying a word, they only heard the sounds of their footsteps crunching on the gravel of the tunnel floor. Further, further, and farther they advanced. Meanwhile, in the other world, the real world, Bear Queen was sleeping in her bed high in the sky cave. Suddenly, her eyes snapped open, and she blinked several times. Sitting up, she was filled with a warm, happy feeling, like waking up on your birthday, knowing good things were going to happen that day. As Bear Queen pulled on her robe and lightly padded out to the kitchen, her phone began to buzz excitedly on the counter. Picking it up, she saw the caller was Lair Bear. Hello, my honey bear. Why are you up so early? Lair Bear seemed out of breath and very flustered. Good morning, Bear Queen. I just had this amazing dream. It seems so real. I, I just had to call you, explained the Lair Bear. Listening intently, the Queen of Bears nodded her head and smiled. Yes, yes, I think you're right. I can feel it in my heart. Please come over to the Sky Cave. I'm going to call Wander the Wizard and Sakajis the Wise and invite them too. Before she could put down her phone and make her coffee, the phone buzzed again. Hello, Bear Queen, said an enthusiastic voice. It was Wander the Wizard, and he was also breathless with excitement. Smiling and chuckling to herself, Bear Queen listened as Wander the Wizard poured out his story. Yes, yes, I think you're right. I can also feel it with my heart, too, said Bear Queen. Oh, Sakajis the Wise is also coming? That's wonderful. 
I'll see you soon at the Sky Cave. Putting down her phone again and finally having her coffee, Bear Queen said to herself, My goodness, I'm going to have a regular party here today. I guess it's like celebrating a birthday. In less than an hour, the Sky Cave was full of laughter and voices. Ding dong! The doorbell rang as someone pushed the button at the base of the tallest fir tree on Markham Hill. Pushing the speaker on the call box, Bear Queen heard a high-pitched voice. It's me, Gabbleray the Squirrel! Bear Queen laughed gently in reply, Please come up. I don't think you'll need the red leather chair. And indeed, she didn't. Gabbleray scampered up the tree and popped through the balcony door. I had to come over. I had the most amazing dream, explained the gray squirrel as she hopped into the arms of Lair Bear. And what was your dream about, my fine furry friend? asked the Lair Bear as she scratched her little friend's shoulder. And a very little shoulder it was. Gabourey continued very earnestly. Well, I dreamed I was flying through this long, dark tunnel. There were several people ahead of me, but I couldn't catch up with them. I, I couldn't see them clearly, but they seemed all to be best friends. And then, just as I was about to catch them, I was falling so a thick gray cloud. Lair Bear asked, Were you scared? But Gabourey smiled and replied, No, no, not scared. It felt more like falling into a big comfy bed. <laughs> Crazy, no? Sakajis the Wise listened carefully to Gabourey's amazing tale. Perhaps we're experiencing a similar feeling she said, looking around at the friends gathered in the sky cave. Wander the wizard, Bear Queen, and Lair Bear all looked at each other, sheepishly smiling and nodding. Bear Queen spoke first. I've been missing Bear King, Bobo Chico, and the two boys, Laura and Rowan, for so long. I never feared for them. I never doubted they would return, but at times I felt like I was lost in a cloud and trying to catch up with them, but never reaching them. I've also had to move forward, living each day fully, accepting the belief that they would return safely and soundly. Does that make any sense? Wander the wizard added, I'm so very good at making and fixing things, but I admit that I couldn't fix this problem. And so I've come to the realization that I have to simply believe that they'll be all right. Lair Bear, still holding Gabourey, said, Yes, and then just this morning... I, too, woke up, and my dream wasn't a nightmare at all, 
but a warm and wonderful feeling. I felt like Bear King and Bobo Chico would just walk through the door like they'd just come home from running an errand. Bear Queen nodded, smiled, and then cocked her head to one side. Wait, do you hear something? She asked the group. They all looked at one another, shaking their heads. No. Are you hearing voices? Asked Wanda the wizard. And then... Strong men cry and weak ones quiver. We're barking Bobo Chico, kings of the river. Bursting through the front door of the sky cave came Bobo Chico with a huge smile as he doffed his blue cap. Sweeping it with a grand gesture, he said, Greetings, everyone! May I present my good friend, Bear King, guardian and protector of all. Turning back, he exclaimed, Come on, Bear King, come on! Lumbering through the door came the King of Bears. Smiling a little sheepishly, he asked, Okay, if we join you all? The whole room exploded with laughter and everyone talking at once. But Bear King only had eyes for one person, the love of his life, his littlest Bear Queen. With misty eyes and heartfelt sobs, Bear Queen hugged her husband as they rocked slowly back and forth. As you can imagine, there were lots of questions and long answers, some very long answers. Bobo Chico summed it all up when he said, I've been dreaming of this moment, but I also feel like I've been in a very long dream too. Bear King nodded, holding Bear Queen's paw, and asked his young friend, what do you think, Bobo Chico? Is it like you never left? Bobo Chico looked down thoughtfully and answered, Yes and no. Yes, everything and everyone looks the same. But I feel like I'm very different. Older and maybe a little wiser. Does that make any sense? Sakajis the Wise nodded and agreed. You've been on a journey, but even though you've come back to its beginning, you're not the same person as when you started. Bear King smiled and looked with admiration at the young river otter. And Bobo Chico smiled, happy to be home again with his best friend, I almost forgot. Where are Lor and Rowan? asked Bear Queen with concern for the young boys. We took them up the hill to Mount Tabor, answered Bobo Chico. Yes, but we left them to be with their own family, added Bear King. Meanwhile, halfway up Mount Tabor, two brothers, the older one by three years, with brown hair and dark brown eyes, the younger one, blonde, 
with blue eyes, were on the front steps of their house on Southeast Hawthorne Street in Portland, Oregon, in the real world. Mama, Dada, we're home! yelled Laura and Rowan as they burst through the front door of their home. The End Thank you.